Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Family Law Talk. Family Law Talk. Presented by Kirk Stangy of Stangy Law Firm, PC. Stangy Law Firm is a family law firm with offices in Missouri and Illinois. Now, here's your host, Kirk Stangy. Welcome to Family Law Talk. We have an interesting topic today. The topic is financial statements and divorce. This is an important topic relative to divorce because obviously the division of marital property and marital debt is a big issue for folks going through divorce. So it's definitely an interesting topic that we wanted to cover here today. Uh, we do have a, a, an article on this topic as well on familylawheadquarters.com. If you go to that webpage, check out our article dated October 16, 2015. And the title of that article is Fill Out Your Financial Statements Thoroughly. So as a follow-up to the episode today, you can definitely go to familylawheadquarters.com and check out the article. Um, but again, let's get to the topic at hand. Obviously, when folks you know file for divorce, oftentimes you know there can be lots of issues that come into play. And on an elementary level, a lot of folks uh, get caught up in the divorce itself. Uh, maybe the shock, the fact that they are going through a divorce. For a lot of folks, it's unexpected. It's not something that they saw coming. And so a lot of individuals out of the gates are very concerned about the divorce itself. You know, some folks struggle with whether whether the divorce really needs to happen, whether reconciliation is a possibility. And, again, this isn't the case for everybody, but it is for a lot of folks. A lot of folks, you know, right out of the gates when a divorce begins, this is where they are. They're still wrestling with the shock of the divorce itself and getting used to the idea um, that a divorce might be something that's in their future at this point. You know, for other folks with kids, you know, one of their primary concerns might be, you know, the kids. I mean, they might have an acceptance of the divorce. Um, they might have seen it coming. It might have been something expected in a lot of different ways. But their primary concern might be the kids, and they're really worried about child custody in terms of how it's going to work if they have children and how all that's going to kind of work itself out. And that can be a big, big issue. And then obviously in a divorce case, you know, you've got marital property and marital debt that has to be uh, divided by the court. And for some folks, this issue can take front and center out of the gates. But quite honestly, a lot of folks right out of the beginning, you know, they might be more caught up in the divorce itself. They might be more caught up in thinking about custody and then focusing on the finances Focusing on the money issues can be hard for some people. Again, not everybody. Some people are very uh, money-focused out of the gates, and they're thinking about it, but some folks aren't thinking about it at all. And so, uh, you know, for those of you out there that are going through divorce, obviously you you want to consult with an attorney who does family and divorce law. Uh, You want to be certain that you're complying with the laws in your specific state uh, and locality because there can be different requirements in terms of how this works in terms of the forms that have to be utilized, in terms of uh, the way these forms are completed and filled out. So, again, we're just talking about finance, financial statements in a very general sense. Obviously, you know, our firm has offices in Missouri and Illinois, uh, so we are accustomed to how this works in Missouri and Illinois. Uh, but this can vary by state and jurisdiction. Uh, and there can be different requirements. So definitely consult with an attorney. Um, if you're going through a divorce, and make sure that you're going about this the right way. But just as sort of a general principle and just as a general rule, uh, fill out the financial statements thoroughly. And that's really the premise of, premise of this episode, which is be thorough, uh, be accurate. You know, Make sure everything is listed and that it's truthful to your best uh, information and belief. 
Um, and this is a hard thing for a lot of folks. A lot of folks uh, come in from different mindsets again. Again, some folks are, are spending more time thinking about other issues. Some folks, frankly, might not have been the one who was really uh, in charge of the finances of the marriage. And so to, to list out all the marital property and debt could be an extremely arduous task for some folks because some folks truly might not know all the details coming into it. And so, you know, financial statements generally ask parties when you get into property and debt division to list real estate that might be owned, uh, bank accounts, you know, uh, could be investment accounts and retirement accounts, you know, all the way down, you know, to credit cards and debts that might be there, uh, to items within the home. I mean, you name it, these financial statements are very thorough and it causes parties a lot of heartache and grief in a lot of respects because they look at it in a way and think, you know, oh my goodness, this is almost a scavenger hunt. In other words, I've got to go out and get all this different information. I've got to list uh, what it is. I've got to list the approximate value. I've got to list things like, you know, account numbers. Certain jurisdictions, you might just be listing last four digits or something like that, account numbers for privacy reasons. But folks still have to get that information. And so, you know, again, a lot of parties are kind of stressed out by this. It causes them a great deal of grief. You know, they'd rather be doing just about anything uh, than completing this complex, you know, property division form. And so that causes some parties um, to not take the time and energy to make sure that it's done correctly. And we're going to get into it in a minute, but that's obviously a big, a big mistake. Uh, that can have adverse ramifications on a divorce case. Uh, at the same token, uh, financial statements generally involve a listing income that a party has, um, and then you know you've got to be taking out deductions, and the deductions obviously can vary for different people, uh, but it, it's a you know it's an approximation of income and then expenses, and so again for a lot of parties this can be a difficult task, uh, one that they view is sort of an egregious thing that they have to do, time-consuming, cumbersome, not the kind of thing they want to particularly be dealing with, um, especially right out of the gates when they're just trying to get used to the idea that, you know, my goodness, I'm going to be going through a divorce case. And so a lot of parties, again, uh, they want to uh, sort of approximate this. They want to sort of uh, not spend the time and energy on it. And so when it comes to their income, folks can do different things. Um, you know, some folks uh, just want to approximate this uh, versus giving as firm of a number as possible. Um, you know, some folks, you know, have problems in terms of you know commissions how do you how do you equate commissions on one of these financial statements forms i mean for some folks these commissions can really fluctuate and vary you know from month to month or year to year and that can cause them you know a whole lot of grief in terms of trying to figure out uh uh you know how to put this income down you know some folks have one job and that can make this a lot easier one job with a w2 maybe there's no commissions or bonuses but other people you know they might have you know, two or three jobs. You know, it might be a situation where they get commissions, where they get bonuses, and they're trying to, um, you know, put a number down, and they find that very difficult. But, again, it's very important to be thorough, very important to be accurate, and uh, critical to consult with uh, your attorney to make sure you're completing the form appropriately. In some cases, it might be uh, getting some kind of financial expert involved in terms of trying to help a party uh, complete these forms you know, thoroughly and accurately. And then expenses. Expenses can be an egregious task for a lot of people to list out 
uh, uh, their monthly expenses, for example. I mean, you know, you've got you know, mortgage payments. You've got all the different utility bills that might go with a house. Uh, you might have automobile uh, automobiles that are being paid for on loans. Uh, you've got insurance for a lot of folks. You know, that has to be listed. You know, a lot of people have you know credit cards these days. It could be daycare expenses, extracurricular expenses. It could be private school. You know, then parties have to approximate. You know, in terms of uh, recreational expenses that uh, they might occur on a monthly basis, uh, from food to clothing uh, to medicine. I mean, you name it. This can be a really cumbersome thing. And so, uh, again, what a lot of folks want to do is not spend the time not spend uh, the energy on this in a, in, a, in a thorough sense. You know, they'd rather complete this form, uh, get it into their attorney to get it filed in court, and they want to move on uh, because it's just, frankly, for a lot of folks, is not an enjoyable experience. It, it, to a lot of people, it gives kind of the, the image of watching paint dry. You know, they could be out and about living their life, trying to move on um, from from having to go through a divorce, and now they're being asked to, to sit at a, a table or a desk and fill out these financial statements and try to accumulate all this information. You know, a lot of folks just simply don't want to do it. But here's the deal uh, to the listeners out there, and, and this is the premise of this episode, which is absolutely um, it's understandable that this isn't an enjoyable thing to do, and lots of folks don't want to do it. And that certainly makes sense. Um, but the, but the reality of the situation is these financial statements need to be filled out thoroughly uh, because it can have significant ramifications in terms of a divorce case. In terms of the monthly income and expenses, um, this can directly relate uh, to the child support amount um, you know, the, that a party might end up uh, uh, receiving or paying. And so if the income is overstated or understated, uh, this can have a, a significant impact for a lot of folks in terms of resolve the case. Same with the expenses. If the expenses are overstated or understated and they're not accurate, as accurate as possible, this can have significant ramifications as well in terms of the child support amount uh, that a party might have to pay or that they might receive. And then at the same token, spousal maintenance comes into play. So overstating uh, income, understating income, you know, overstating expenses or on the flip side, understating the expenses can have a significant ramification in terms of the spousal maintenance uh, amount a party uh, might receive or that they might be ordered to pay. And so, you know, those financial statement forms in terms of the monthly income and expenses, just a critical uh, document uh, that a party has to complete in their case. And so it's really important to be thorough, accurate, uh, to check uh, statements, check tax records, payroll records, uh, expense records uh, to ensure that the forms are completed as thorough and, and accurately as possible, you know, given the circumstances of the case. And then when you get into property and debt division, um, a court and a divorce has to divide all marital property and marital debt. And again, the laws in each state vary. There's specific uh, uh, nuances in each state. So it's critical to consult an attorney in your specific state uh, to ensure uh, your breast of the law and the different considerations that are out there. But in a general sense of Missouri and Illinois, you know, marital property and marital debt is to be divided in a manner that is just when considering all the factors. And then Missouri and Illinois, specific in terms of the factors that the court looks at, lists some of them out. Obviously, they're very discretionary in a lot of respects, and judges can do different things. But at the end of the day, um, if a party uh, uh, omits to list 
uh, a marital property, marital debt, that can be a significant problem. You know, it's hard for a judge to make a just division of marital property, marital debt, if they don't know what's all out there. You also get into issues of theoretically judgments can be void if not all marital property and debt is being listed. So you can you can go down that problem uh, path as well. But it, but in a different sense, the issue is if the court doesn't know about it, uh, it's hard for a court to be uh, uh, just in terms of dividing property and debt if they don't have all the information um, um, that's available out there. In some respects, too, if a party you know doesn't list something that's out there, and that comes to the court's attention, courts can sometimes conclude um, that there's maybe something illicit going on, that maybe somebody is uh, purposely uh, not being transparent and disclosing to the court everything that's out there. And so in that regard as well, it's important to list items from a credibility standpoint uh, to court to make sure everything is being listed out there. So uh, again, this is a tough situation for folks. I know, you know, folks are going through, when they're going through divorce, it's easy uh, to be thinking about other issues like the, you know, how they got there in the first place. And then if they have kids, you get caught up uh, in thinking about, oh my goodness, what's going to happen with our kids in terms of custody? That totally makes sense. It also makes sense that, you know, for a lot of folks uh, who might not be financially oriented, if you will, uh, it might be very difficult to sit down uh, and, and get all the information and complete these forms. It can be a very difficult task for some people. And for some people, it's just an unenjoyable task, just really the last thing that they want to be doing. Um, but at the end of the day, it's important to be thorough with these financial statements. It's important to take it seriously, uh, and it's important to be as accurate as possible. But being accurate as possible, uh, a party at the end of the day um, can feel good that you know at least the court had the information they needed in order to make a decision with regard to the case, and also you know, being transparent and providing all the information can help lead to settlement negotiations as well that are fruitful uh, because all the cards are on the table and everybody has accurate information and knows, you know, what they're working with in terms of trying to reach the settlement to the case. So, again, that's the topic today. The topic is fill out your financial statements thoroughly or financial statements in divorce. And, again, is a follow-up to the episode. Go to familylawheadquarters.com. Check out our article dated October 16th, 2015. Uh, thanks for the listeners for tuning in. Stay tuned to our next episode on Family Law Talk. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Family Law Talk. Family Law Talk. With Kirk Stangy. Visit stangylawfirm.com for more about today's topic or to put Stangy Law Firm to work for your family today. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision that should not be based solely upon advertisements. Neither the Supreme Court of Missouri or Illinois reviews or approves certifying organizations or specialist designations. The information you obtain on this podcast is not, nor is it intended to be legal advice. You should contact an attorney for advice regarding your individual situation. We invite you to contact us and welcome your calls, letters, and electronic mail. Contacting us does not create an attorney-client relationship. Please do not send any confidential information to us until such time as an attorney-client relationship has been established. And finally, past results afford no guarantee of future results, and every case is different and must be judged on its own merits. Kirk Stingy is responsible for the content. Principal Place of Business, 1750 South Brentwood Boulevard, Suite 401, St. Louis, Missouri, 63144.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.